Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cool Stuff Jimmy Gets from Mexico podcast episode 7. I am Jimmy. I get cool stuff from Mexico. For those of you just joining, uh, I uh, drive down to Mexico. I meet with uh, a network of artisans, uh, a growing network of artisans that uh, uh, our group uh, works with. We do live on-location sales of uh, that uh, particular artisan's uh, items. I pack them up very carefully and I bring them home to you. Uh, never before seen items uh, of which I'm aware what's available here, stuff that we don't see here, stuff that's too big, too fragile, or just too secluded, too uh, um, uh, specific, too, too regional specific uh, uh, items for us to have seen elsewhere. Uh, in many cases, uh, uh, giving some of these artisans, the items of some of these artisans, their first um, I guess their first uh, look out of their region, as uh, the items they make are region-specific. They do not ship. Uh, I have not seen. Uh, perhaps others have, but that's what I like doing. I like meeting uh, new people all over the place and bringing their fine, beautiful, handcrafted items back from Mexico. I like supporting. It's, uh, it's a good time. We do a lot of good work. The communities love us, but it's not always the case. First off, thank you everybody for your feedback. As always, uh, I love just uh, getting little messages. Uh, I like the in-depth conversations I have regarding, you know, my trips and uh, experiences to to Mexico. Doing this uh, prior to this, being a student down there, going back and forth. Um, one thing I I wanted to talk today about was uh, some of the challenges I get. Uh, operating in indigenous Mexico, which uh, quite honestly is is a newer aspect for me. Um, as I mentioned before, I've uh, I, as a young man, I was a student in Mexico. Um, I was fortunate enough to to build some lasting relationships that I've had over the past twenty, I think, five years. It is now since uh, I was a student. Um, did a year of high school, did a year of college, uh, became fluent in Spanish, met a lot of people. Learned a lot of things, many, many things of which we've, we've discussed here. Um, but a new aspect, new to me, is uh, operating as a businessman. I've been a student. I've been a, uh, a, a, a tourist. I've been a visitor. Um, but I've never quite been a operating businessman, managing, navigating uh, that whole realm, everything uh, involved in that. Um, as I said, we, uh, we have a growing list of artisans we work with. Many are um, indigenous folks from uh, different regions of Mexico. Um, that has presented some challenges. As again, I say, it's, it's, it's new to me. I'm learning. Uh, and I guess the one thing I would say the main, mm, the main recurring theme, I will say, is the guarded nature of our artisans. Uh, when I say our artisans, we have a handful of artisans uh, that we work with currently. Uh, I have met many, many different artisans. Each trip, I mean, I, I, I peruse the markets and I see something cool and I'll just say, hey, this is nice. You know, how, you know, how much is it? And I was like, well, I'd, I'd like to, uh, 
I'd, I'd like to purchase uh, more. I'd like to feature your products, perhaps in a live sale. I tell them who I am, what I do. And that breed itself breeds a lot of skepticism. So, and that's been challenging. Um, for my folks who are aware, uh, there's there's a lot going down in Mexico. Um, be, aside from just your typical dangers and 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 things uh, going down in, in uh, uh, whenever there's, you know, I guess geopolitical strife and uncertainty. I mean, aside from those things, man, there are a lot of scams. I'll tell you that, you know. Uh, I really got to, as a, as a, as a traveler there, as a businessman, I really, you know, you got to keep your eyes peered. You got to keep peeled. You got to keep your wits about you. You know, you gotta, you gotta be smart. And, uh, my artisans and vendors and the shopkeepers they, my artisans work with, um, they're, they're, they're just guarded, I'd say really guarded. Um, first of all, no one does of which I'm aware, at least not in the places that I visit, that I have visited or visit. It's, it's news to them. Um, hi, how you doing? Uh, my name is Jimmy. I'm from the United States. Uh, I would like to feature your shop and your items in a live sale to my group members back home in the state of Michigan. Uh, I'd like to, I don't want any money from you. I'd like to purchase your items. Um, if I can have permission, if you have a Wi-Fi connection, great. I'd like to transmit live uh, and sell your items to my group. What say you? And every single time, the immediate look is, wait, what? You do what? Right? You're from where? And because that's not, at least where I've gone, That's there's not, oh yeah, we had a guy do the exact same thing. So the challenges I have is being, I guess the only do, people will purchase, but nobody does you know, they, there are they, there are markets. These items go to market. They they uh, certain items will make it here, but nobody does what I've just described, and it's met with a lot of skepticism, um, sometimes fear. Uh, sometimes I'll meet some artisans that are agreeable at first. Uh, we set something up. I, I try to reconnect to to firm things up to head over, and they'll back out. They'll ghost me. Um, They'll ask more questions. In some cases, they'll, you know, change the prices, which kind of stinks. But uh, the transmissions I've had are the ones that have gone well with the artisans that have gone well. But the challenge seems to be all based in many times skepticism. And if it's not skepticism, which can be overcome, which I can overcome, you know, just through 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 action, through deed, through us actually doing it. Uh, and then we, we finish the sale and then I actually pay the people for the items that we've claimed. Then, you know, they're they're believers and they wanna they wanna do it again. And I, I love that. And you know, this last trip I kinda put everybody on alert. I'm heading down and they were like, Great, can't wait for it. Can't wait for you and uh, to get here and because we always have a strong, we it's a it's a good day when the group comes through for these uh, vendors, and uh, unfortunately I was not able to make it. Um, for those of you who have been listening, if you're just joining, uh, my uh, gasket head cracked on my vehicle. Um, this was to be, I believe, my fourth or fifth trip, and I knew I was just pushing that engine to its limits. Uh, we put a super duper trans cooler to protect the rebuilt trans I put in. 
but the damage to the motor was already done. So on that note, called my buddies. They were like, yep, we'll get it ordered for you. Said nine weeks. I'm like, sweet. Six days later, they said, dude, your engine is in. I'm like, what? And he sent the mind-blown emoji. I sent three back saying, what? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, dude, this is the third time we ordered an engine. All of a sudden, it just showed up. They told us nine weeks. I'm like, yeah, you told me nine weeks. I'm like, yeah, that's great. It's there, but my budget's based on nine weeks, bro. You know, I missed, totally missed the, the Christmas shopping season. So even if I was able to drop that engine in there today, I'm not going to go down there and shop, uh, you know, d- during Christmas. You know, people, you know, everybody's busy doing the Christmas shopping, which I, I acknowledge. But uh, a lot of my artisans were, were, were bummed that I wasn't able to make it down uh, this Christmas season. Uh, and of course, I was bummed too. Um, but that's basically how it works. And uh, um, every time I go down, I try to, um, I'm always looking, searching the markets, looking for other stuff, trying to just basically reach out to people, you know, in person, let them know I'm a real person. Uh, I've tried, definitely tried doing this uh, over the internet, you know, over uh, uh, various means of communication, and it always falls through. They always, uh, like I said, there's a lot of skepticism. They think I'm not not legit. I'm I'm lying. Uh, I'm I'm fishing for their personal information. You know, uh, in extreme cases, I want to kidnap them. You know, or something. You know, they're thinking something. You know, off the wall. And um, I had one uh, individual selling some really cool purses, and I said, uh, "Hi, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I like uh, um, I same thing. I'd like to to feature your items." Um, if you'd like, we can set something up. Um, she's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, can I get your phone number? She's like, oh no, I don't, I, you, I don't give out my, my phone number. I'm like, well, okay. Okay. Then thank you. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I had, a uh, some really cool Talavera pumpkins. I think the group might remember this. Uh, we sold out all the ones that the, I bought them all, sold them all, went back for more. My man was, you know, sure, but never returned my calls. Um, then just, like I said, ghosted me. I left a couple messages, um, you know, and I was sure to confirm this is, in fact, your number. He's like, yep, I'm like, this number right here, showed him on my phone. He's like, yep, okay, so cool. Never returned a call. You know, who knows why? Fortunately, you know, there are scams, just as there is here, you know, the Facebook scams, the email scams. The messenger scams, the the text message scams, the all that stuff. And Mexico is no different in that regard. But uh, it really creates some barriers trying to do business down there. Uh, and if uh, it's not the overall skepticism, a lot of times, unfortunately, uh, and again, this Mexico is not a monolith. Everybody's not the same. We don't all subscribe to one particular you know, way of being or certain type of methods of conducting business or different philosophies. And I mean, it's it's just as diverse as, you know, as it is here, as far as the way people go about business. But uh, an issue I'll also run into is a many times individuals will not value deferred income. They won't uh, value the 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 likelihood that I will come back and purchase more. Um, as it was said one time, I walked into a shop, gave my spiel, and they said, "You know, someone comes in here saying this every day." And I was like, "Oh, 
um, okay. And he's like, you know, so, you know, no, we're not interested. Thank you. I said, okay. Um, that was in Talavera City, down in Tlaxcala. I went next door, said the same thing. They said, yes, I'm sure. At, I would hope that, you know, they saw me doing my thing. They heard all the English hablaw being spoken and like, oh, oh, wait, he was serious. Hopefully they've talked. Hopefully they said, yeah, that guy was legit. He came, he bought a whole bunch of stuff and he left. So I'm going to check back there next time I go. But what I've run into is a lot of times there's just not an interest or it is not valued to let me take care of the customer now to secure future sales later. That can, I guess can be encapsulated in a brief story when I was a student. I was a student in Mexico in, in, in 1997. And then in 1998, I stayed for, as I mentioned, a year of college and there I was, uh, you know, I had a little little uh, one-room, little studio apartment over there, you know, right across the street from the college. Uh, it's not a campus. It's not set up like ours are here in the United States. But I had a little spot, and uh, I needed to find a place to wash my clothes. So I load up all my stuff on my little moped. I, you know, drive in a, you know, into town looking for a little laundromat. This is before I can Google something. You just drive in. Let me look for a place. And I find one. I uh, unload all my stuff. I go in. I say, hi, I'm, I'm here to wash. I said, how much uh, uh, does it cost? They said, back then, pestles, the pestle was 10 to 1. Right now, it's 20 to 1, but 25 years ago, it was 10 to 1. So 10 pestles to a dollar. So they were like, yeah, well, it's 10 pestles per machine. And I'm in my head, okay, about a dollar, dollar machine. Um, you know, that's for uh, 10 pestles for a washer, per washer, 10 pestles per dryer. Single guy, student, didn't have a whole bunch of clothes so i used five washing machines and two dryers so you know as it's washing the individuals there like the owners are like oh hey so so where are you from young man and i'm you know i'm a young guy i was 19 years old and i was like oh i'm from the united states i'm going to school down here oh okay that's that's cool you know it's good that there's you know international young people like you i'm like yeah i, I uh i'm here I, I was uh living in fresno last year i'm here now and i'm you know, just need to find a place. So they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll see you, you know, next, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll come every, uh, every, every week. So when it came time to pay, everything finished up, you know, I pull it out. I, I, I fold it all, you know, pack it all up, ready to go. Okay. And I get out my 70 pesos for my five washing machines and, and two dryers, you know, and they're like, yeah, that'll be a hundred pesos. And I was like, oh, um, it's not, it's not 10, 10 pesos a machine. And the lady says, yeah, but, you know, since you used five washers, it's kind of like using five dryers. And I said, okay. Which makes zero sense. So I paid the woman her 100 pesos. You know, you got me for those $3. And I never went back. And she was, I guess, totally fine with that. Now, not to say that happens everywhere, but many times uh, in my, uh, the, the interactions, the, the artisans we feature are the ones that go well. And you never really know how it's going to go until, you know, money changes hands and I'm on my way. But in the majority of the cases, things don't really work out. And it's not for lack of trying. Um, like I said, I'll approach, I'll say what I do, and I mean, you know, we... I, 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 I don't trust you. I think this is a scam or uh, estafa is what they say. That's the word estafa. It's a scam or uh, yeah, 
And I'm like, okay, how much does this cost? They're like $20. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't really pay $20 for that. They're like, well, I saw it on Etsy. I saw it, I saw it sold on Etsy for $20. And I'm like, mm, I mean, my mark is not really Etsy. And as you know, if you're familiar with Etsy, things are kind of expensive, kind of pricey there. I said, and that's, you know, I can't, even if it was, I can't buy it for 20, take it back home and, and sell it, you know, at a profit. You know, I need to, I need to be able to, you know, make a profit. And individuals just say, well, you're an American, you got the money. And so that's 20. That's 20. So they'll give me, you know, the price of that, because today is going to cost what I saw it sell for on Etsy. Or what I heard, what a friend told me, how much it sells for in the United States. You're an American, that's how much it's going to sell for. So that's how much I want to sell to you. And I, again, I can't, I can't operate like that. I mean, I can't pay, you know, for everything what I'm going to sell it for because I explain, you know, I, I, uh, I need to make a profit. This is, you know, a business. Um, one individual just uh, told me, uh, matter of fact, it's uh, some artisans we work with, and um, that that sale almost that live sale almost didn't happen because Dad kind of kind of came in, got in the mix, and was about to put the kibosh on it um we're talking price you know having the discussions we need to have we need to come to an agreement what's fair and equitable for you and given you know what the cost that i gotta assume to to, to get it from you know the southern mexico back to michigan if i can get it back you know at a, at a reasonable price and then we can do business and so he says well you know i got seven different price ranges i was like i would like the local price please i would like the price to which you sell here locally I was like, if that's a price that works for you, uh, I'm uh, here locally. I'm sure it can be fair and equitable and it can work for me, you know, also as a customer here locally. And he said, well, you know, I could go to the, uh, to the, we can go to the airport and sell it there, you know, for, you know, top dollar. Um, if you've traveled in the airport, if you try to buy a bottle of water in an airport, you know, that's, that's a $6 bottle of water. So, Unfortunately, I, I've I run into people with kind of a misconception or misinformation as far as what things cost in the United States, what things are like in the United States. Everybody's rich, everybody has money, and everybody wants this. You know, so you'll you'll sell them immediately, and 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 so I should I should be able to make what you're going to sell it for. And it you know again it just doesn't quite work that way. Dad was a. a he said, I could go to the, the airport. I says, well, you know, by all means, if you would rather, I'm like, but I would like the local price so I can sell it, you know, uh, to my, take it home, you know, and post a profit for, for this business. And he left, he turned on his heel and said to his son, you do whatever you want. And he stormed off. His son was like, you know, um, let's do it. He's like, these are my prices. This costs that, and I'm, and I'm, yeah, that's that's about in line what everybody sells it for, you know. And that's, you know, I'm 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 right at the spot where it's manufactured. I mean, that's what it's sold for in the at at the shops everywhere. I'm like, that all lines up, and and we can do it. But the issue at hand is that uh, there's a lot of lack of understanding of kind of how things work. And a lot of times, you know, some some of our artisans in these communities, um, I guess they just they just live so hand to mouth that look, I, I'm just going to get what I can here. I'm going to take a shot, and if it works out, great, and if not, oh well. 
I actually posted a video to the group of the deal. We made a deal, worked out a deal. It's like, and you know, it's good for you. Yep, good for me. Great. We shook hands. And I was like, well, folks, that's how it's done. Things are moving along. We got to, you know, make some plans to, to bring some merchandise from Michoacan up to Zacatecas. And then uh, our artisan calls us and says, hey, uh, my uncle wants to talk to you. And I'm like, sure. Um, hello, uncle. He's like, hey, uh, listen, we don't have any trips planned to Zacatecas right now. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, so if you want us to come and bring you merchandise, you're going to have to pay for us to drive up there. I said, okay, well, how much How much is that? He's like, uh, $1,000. He said 20,000 pesos, which is $1,000. And, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm sure we would all like to make $1,000 for a four-hour trip. You know, dollars. And I said, well, um, I'm unable to, to pay uh, 20,000 pesos. You know, the deal I had with your nephew was, you know, due to the size of our purchase, you're going to bring it over here. But under no circumstance can I pay uh, uh, the equivalent of $1,000. He said, oh, well, okay, then we're not coming. And I said, well, okay. And that was it. So, we, you know, didn't. Didn't have, uh, we did do a sale. I did have some items, some uh, wall hung clay stuff, some kind of nice stuff, but uh, that was it. They're like, listen, if you're, you know, I, I can't, I can't pay everybody a thousand dollars to drive your stuff over. I mean, you know, I, I just can't, it's, I just can't do it. It's just, it's too steep. I mean, in the end, I, I got to maintain costs and it's a business, you know? So um, that, that has been, you know, I, I ordered some winter hats. I said, yeah, I'd like, uh, um, what colors do you have? They're like, we got brown, beige, and black. I'm like, okay, just give me a third, a third, a third. They're like, okay. So I send the money. They send the box of 100 hats. I got 10 black ones. I got 20 uh, beige ones. And I got 70 dark brown ones. And I reach back out and I say, hey, um, my order's not, you know, uh a third, a third, a third. Uh, they're like, yeah, but that's just what I had. I'm like, uh, yeah, that, that's not what I wanted, though. You know, I was like, and she's like, well, I didn't have it. I didn't have it, so I just sent you what I had. I'm like, if you didn't have it, you needed to tell me. But here's the reality is, what are you going to do, dude? You're going to come down here? You're going to come over here? I was, that was I was in Zacatecas at that time. And this these items were sent from Michoacan. And I'm like... You know, uh, yeah, well, well, you're screwed, bro. So I got your money. You got you got an order. It's not what you wanted, and I don't really care. And the end, you know. So it's been challenging, um, to say the least. And what I've noticed is that while there are very talented artisans, um, there are very cool products. Uh, matter of fact, the group saw this in action. We tried to do a live sale at a market. And uh, I, I went, kind of scoped it out beforehand, worked out, you know, the items I wanted to feature, um, saw the, uh, uh, there were some leather worked uh, items, uh, saw, you know, like I said, off rip, I, I come across as a Mexican, but then when I show up with the tripod and doing the live cast, you know, the, the young lady just jacked up the price of everything all at once, you know, uh, her hand crafted bags, you know, I could probably about a hundred bucks. That's, I could do that. Great. And uh, 
I get there, and then for a simple little leather bracelet, she wanted 10 bucks each. So as we started doing the live, and I was like, so, uh, I'm sorry, how much is that? She's like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, 200 pesos. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's $10. I can't, I can't, I can't even sell them for $10. I sell those for $5. You know, I was like, so this is, I'm sorry, this is 200 pesos? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, group looks like uh, we're moving on. You know, because we, we have, yesterday when we talked, this beautifully handcrafted item, I could definitely retail for 100 bucks. Now, 10 little leather straps would be equivalent to this beautifully handcrafted, because, oh, you're an American? Okay. Yeah, 10 bucks. Well, I can sell them at the beach at 10 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm not one of the tourists at the beach. We're not at the beach. You know, and I and even if we were, I would need to take them back to my state. You know, shipping, pay taxes on it, drive it all the way up, and, you know. Post a profit to cover expenses to eat, and it's been challenging because there seems to be at times a misalignment of, I guess, uh, expectations, understandings of 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 where I, who I am, where I'm from, how things are, um, and what folks think they can they can get. Um, I had to kind of, you know, you got to you got to move on. I mean, you got to knock on the doors. You know, sometimes you get them slammed in your face. Sometimes. People are glad, glad, glad to meet you. So uh, it's been challenging, and even group members that that kind of saw that during that particular uh, uh, live transmission we did, they were like, you know, that's unfortunate. Wouldn't you think that they'd, you know, want to take care of you to, to make future sales? You can come back or sell more. Uh, yeah, you would. You would think, but the reality is, is many times. Um, in many cases, especially in our indigenous communities, uh, there hasn't been uh, a formal education. I mean, they don't take a, a marketing class. There's not a, uh, uh, these are traditions that are, you know, kind of passed down through the generations. And it's not like, uh, okay, we're going to take an accounting class. Here's our marketing class and all that. It's like, no, no, no. He's an American. Try to get as much as you can. And, you know, not everyone thinks that. Those who don't. We can we can work, you know. I'm, I'm here I'm here locally to get the local price, you know. Versus, you know, you're you're from the United States, so I can charge you what I what I saw it I saw it on the internet, you know. And since it's on the internet, it must be true. And it's it's unfortunately not not how it works in many cases. Um. So aside from those, uh, an obstacle has been also just kind of an over accommodation. And what do I mean by over accommodation? I have an artisan that I work with that it's it's really mm, overwhelming for me. Hey, how you doing? I'm really glad to be doing business with you, brother, family. You know, my, my friend, uh, um, if anything you need, you know, we're, I'm here at your service. I'm like, okay, thank you very much. The next day, hey, just reaching out again. Want to make sure that if there's anything, you know, I'm like, yep. Uh, you know, daily or multiple messages, just constantly, just, just following up, seeing if you need anything. And I'm like, you know, nope. And. I, I still have a lot of stock. I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm in between stores right now. You know, I'm definitely going to make another trip and we can get it done. Okay, just to let you know. Hey, listen, just to let you know, I mean, sales are really tough right now. It's not really much going on here. I'm wondering if you can help me out with a purchase. I'm like, um, not currently. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not ready to make a purchase, um, but I will let you know when we're ready. Okay, just letting you, hey, listen, you know, times are kind of rough. Uh, can you loan me $100? I'm sorry, I can't. Um, 
an unfortunate aspect is, again, there's a lot of uh, economic need in a lot of the communities that we go. And um, it is uh, some plenty of folks that I've been in contact with uh, um, do not hesitate to be like, hey, can you loan me $500? You know, can you, can you, can you loan me, you know, I need, uh, I need, uh, 10,000 pesos. I'm like, um, I can't, you know, sorry, I'm unable to, you know, I can't finance, you know, individuals operations. But the assumption again, is that, you know, I'm an American, we're ultra wealthy, everybody's rich in American, everybody lives like the Kardashians and like the, you know, and, and I just, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I can't, I, I can't, I can't lend money. Um, I'll be happy to purchase. I want to support their endeavors, but I'm unable to, you know, do more than that. Uh, especially trying to get this thing off the ground, Lord. I mean, it, Lord knows if 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 I had one wish, it would be just to pull everybody we work with out of poverty. But uh, it's it's just not something you know we as a group or me as an individual uh, are, are able to do. So and it's and it's unf- it's. I mean, you gotta. That's an aspect you gotta come to terms with. So sometimes it's really tough. Sometimes it's overly, you know, it, it's going. They're very, very pleased and want to do everything they can, and just kind of comes off, just uh, I don't know, kind of overbearing, you know. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a wide range of 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 uh, of outcomes doing business in in indigenous, uh, rural you know, Mexico. These 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 isolated you know communities. So. Um, now, in another another example would be uh, uh, our blankets. Um, if you've been following the group, you've been seeing some videos. Uh, some of you may have ordered. We have some beautiful uh, uh, hand loomed, uh, petal loomed um, blankets. Mexica blankets. Mexica is Aztec. That's that's. The uh, the the Mexica people are legit the Aztecs, and we have some uh, blankets that are loomed in the uh, pre-Hispanic tradition. Very very nice. Uh, you've I've visited the family uh, uh, at this point, you know, twice. Uh, they've received me in their home. Uh, I get along great with Grandpa. I love his stories. It's we have a great time. Um, we made did some live sales, did some orders, got some custom made blankets. Ready to go? Okay, I'm heading down. Do you have? Are you Do we have the blankets? Are we ready to go? Uh, that order we made in June. I'm heading down. Here it is now, uh, beginning of November. Uh, how are we doing? No, I don't have them. Excuse me, what? I don't have them ready. Okay. Um. What? Why? Why don't we have them ready? Well, I didn't have the colors. I was gonna. You know, he said I tried to. I tried to text you. I'm like, I got a text message from you saying, hello, Jimmy. Um, but you did, and that was it. You know, and that's a whole not, it's like, if, if there was an issue, I wish I would have known a couple months ago. I was like, now listen, you know, and I, I had to, I had to be really frank with our artisan. I said, look, um, I've gone to great lengths to, to prove myself as a trustworthy and honorable purchaser. And I would hope that you could honor the order that we already paid for in the time, you know, that we can. So can can we have these done? How soon can we have this order done? And I was upset. I'll be honest. You know, I, I did not like that. I'm sure that came across in my in my tone. 
in our discussion. And he says, you know, I can I can have him. Give me give me three weeks and I can have him. Okay. Three weeks later, we had them. And thank you. Going forward, if ever there's an issue, please let me know. You know, look, I don't know why they weren't done. I'm just glad they were. But it's like, man, I mean, dude, I, bro, I, I like legit drove, you know, damn near 3,000 miles to get down here and and to make the order, pay you for them, and, and they're not done yet, man? What? You know, and the fact that you could just, okay, you know what? Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll do them. I'll knock them out. You know, okay, we'll, we'll go have it done. And they were done. So that's an example of, you know, I'm just, I don't know, um, I, I, I left my science fair project to the last minute, I guess. I don't know. You know, that's, it's not a way I would, I would, I would want to do business or, or, or want things kind of done. I, you know, what we would uh, consider being Americans, you know, growing up in, in, you know, capitalist society is, oh, look, if there's an issue, you know, what we would call common courtesy or common sense, um, I've noticed that a lot of times things are just kind of operate differently in Mexico. And as you all know, I never want to speak ill of Mexico. It's people, it's artisans, it's tradition, it's culture, anything. But I've encountered, that's just a, a, a cultural difference, um, a subcultural difference, you know, with this particular uh, individual. Well, it's been a couple times I've, I've ordered things, I've paid for things, I've called. I'm like, oh, how are we doing? They're like, oh, um, it's not done. And I'm like, excuse me? So that I had to amend, it happened, it was getting so, it was so often that I had to amend how we were doing things. And that's when the buy live, pay live uh, thing came, you know, in, in large part because um, I would bring items back and, and not get paid on the American side. But also I would make orders, special orders for items, very cool items to get my order in and they wouldn't be done. Or they would send me whatever they wanted. Or they'd send me something totally different than what, you know, than what the picture is. You know, it's, it's, you know, and, and one thing that I, that just infuriates me, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll like, I'll feel the heat rise up my collar behind my ears is when orders aren't done and people will try to say, no, well, that's how it looks. That's how it comes here, here. in you got to understand here in Mexico, this is how it comes. And I'm, I really don't like that when it's, it's somehow my, my lack of understanding or, or because I'm, I'm foreign that this is. You're just not understanding it, but that's how it comes, and it's we understand it's not nothing like the picture, and it looks very low quality. But oh, you'll be no, it's fine, no pasa nada. And oh man, it's it, that's that's one frustrating aspect. So, um, again, it's not all frustrating. If it was all if it was all bad, as I always say, I wouldn't do it. But it's definitely challenging, and it's definitely you know operating, um, you know over here, you know customer service is key. That's the thing. It's like, oh, you got a problem? Send it back. You know, there's no, no, no question refunds. You know, thirty days, money back guarantee. You know, it's just, uh, it's not the case in Mexico. So my job is to find the items, see them with my eyes, confirm them with my hands, offer them to the group, and bring them back very carefully packaged so they can make the trip, get mailed to you. In one piece. Okay. Um, I think we'll call it. I want to point out to my mother who's listening. I went through the whole podcast without swearing. I did not say, um, she let, I didn't say Jesus Christ because that's for prayer. 
Uh, I did not say uh, uh, busting uh, B-A-L-L-S's because I said that a couple times the last one. My mom gave some feedback. She did not like that. So i just like to point out, Marianne Rios, um, I went the whole podcast. I didn't say any swear words, and I didn't take the Lord, uh, the Lord's name in vain. So um, kudos to me, and thank you, Mother, for your feedback, and I love you. Okay, with that said, let's call it a night. Thanks for downloading, and I'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye.